Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. Living in the favor lane. Last week we talked about Jacob. I forget others who we talked about, so I don't blame you. <laughs> but here's what I want you to be aware of, that we have a choice to live and thrive in the favor lane. If you've taken a detour or turned left, when you should have turned right, whatever, jump back in. You know, ride the shoulder if you have to, get in the favor lane. Favor, God's grace, uh, 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 charisma, his gifts, the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and he adds no sorrow. Get in the favor lane. Today, I want to get, I want to stay, I want to thrive in the favor lane. In the favor lane. Living in the favor lane. Oh, I know what we talked about, Ruth and Naomi. They took the road that went back to Judah. They got in the favor lane. Well, well don't re-preach what we've already heard. <laughs> Amen. Living in the favor lane. I had a little vignette around Mother's Day, and I'm going back to cover more. Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, living in the favor lane. I don't know how many times these last several days I have read Luke 1, Luke 2, Matthew, the end of Matthew 1 and Matthew 2. I've tried to absorb, I've tried to be faithful to study, to show myself approved to you this morning. To rightly divide the word of truth. Not every person that we talk about from scripture who is an example of living in the favor lane, such as Esther, such as Ruth, such as Jacob, and you know, so many others. I, last week, I think I said, not every detail, component, or bullet point of their life is, is, uh, applies to ours, but grab what does. You and I perhaps had favorable parents compared to Jacob. It took him 20 years to jump back into the favor lane of two lanes with Esau. They literally met on the road, didn't they? Both hugged and cried because the parents put a wedge. And I'm thankful that it didn't happen that way with me, with Pastor Grace, with Pastor Michael, our, our parents. Uh, our whole life that we were with them when they raised us were together and taught us the way that we should go. Could you say Amen. He said, how come you turned out to be a rascal? We're a free moral. That's why. We make our own choices. Living in the favor lane. Some of the superscripture, Luke 1, Luke 2, especially toward the end of Luke 1, Matthew 2. Wow. I just want to say on Pentecost Sunday, scholars say that Mary, the mother of our Lord, was at his ascension and in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. And I'm telling you, the favor lane goes right through the upper room. Not by might, not by power, but by thy spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. That's right. That's right. And if Mary, the mother of our Lord, needed the infilling of the Holy Spirit, I need it. <laughs> I need it on this Pentecost Sunday and every day. I want to jump into Luke 146 before I go to the slides, Brother Michael. Mary responds to Elizabeth and says, 
Oh, how my soul magnifies the Lord, praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, Luke one forty eight, For he took notice of his servant. She identifies as his servant. His servant. Don't be so fast to make that rosary. She says, I'm his servant. I'm his servant. He took note of his lowly servant. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. This teenage girl knew the word. Even if, I know it's a chilly Sunday, but Grace is the only one talking back to me, but that's okay. We'll warm up. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. We don't want to be in that lane. Stay out of the proud and haughty lane to thrive and live in the favor lane. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. Can you believe this young, this young peasant? Teenager. Boy, she knew the word. He has filled the hungry with good things. Probably talked about her family. Probably grew up where they needed blessing. And he sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors and to Abraham and his children forever. Living in the favor lane. Will you permit me just to unleash this now? Okay, Luke 1, 28 to 30, and thank you, Michael H. <clears throat> Hail thou that are highly favored. <laughs> I got the word backing me up that she lived in the favor lane. So, you know, and, you know, I just want to say this. If Hallmark can have Christmas movies in the summer, I can have a merry sermon in May. Somebody help me preach this sermon. Hallelujah. <laughs> I've never talked about Mary when we went out. Well, of course, it's not that we don't need a coat without, without it being chilly after church. But anyway, <clears throat> so I envisioned this humble cottage and this young teenage girl tidying up the kitchen, whatever their version of it is. And here comes Gabriel, doesn't even knock. Hail thou that are highly favored. And the New Living said she was confused. Who wouldn't be? Terrified. Bewildered. Mary Living, a young teenage. People have placed her age. I just want to say teenager. I don't want to, you know. I mean, some have even placed her younger than 15 or 16. But I think sometimes speakers... You know, maybe that's a little bit, you know, like I'm letting you know that I really know what he... She was a young teenager. Like Grace, she ended up with an older man. Can you you say amen? Amen. Don't you love life in the favor lane? Favor lane. If our heart condemns us not... Then have we confidence toward God? Is there any sick among you? Get him in the favor lane. <laughs> Mary was available. I think 
one of the, not all of these will be chronological, maybe close. Mary was available. I think a good thing to remember, thriving in the favor lane, is to be available to what the Lord would require us to do. See, if you want something done, ask somebody who is busy. And I know that's especially true in kingdom life, in church life. If you want something done, ask somebody who's already said, Speak, Lord, your servant. Young Samuel comes to Eli and says, Are you calling me? No, I'm not calling you. Finally, it dawns on Eli, the Lord's calling him. And Eli said, the next time he calls your name, here's what to say. I'm available. I'm available. Here I am. Send me. Mary was available. Her life was not cluttered, even though she was betrothed to Joseph. She had a margin in her life. She was available for whatever God would ask of her. And her response was, I'm your servant. <laughs> Mary was honest with Gabriel. I put some of these verses in uh, so you could track down. If you just read Luke 1b, not that you can't read about Zacharias. I know sometimes in a lot of women's groups, they like to read Luke 1 because a minister was struck, you know, mute for nine months. And then they sit back and sing the impossible dream or whatever that might be. I know. Um, oh, that will be glory for me. But anyway, the last portion of Luke is in the sixth month of Elizabeth, uh, the miraculous birth of John the Baptist coming, an angel was sent by God. And this precious, humble, peasant girl. You say, why do you say that, Pastor Malachi? Well, because later on when Christ is born and they offer what Leviticus said to offer, God gave him a choice. If you're, if you're well enough healed, financial, to bring a lamb, bingo. If not, if you can only bring two turtle doves, And that's what her and Joseph brought. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Some things like that just make me think, Lord, you are so precious. Whosoever will. I think growing up in our family, we had two turtle doves. Not sure that we would have been in the line that could bring a lamb. Mary a young girl living in the favor lane. Mary was honest with Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel says, you're going to give birth to the Son of God. And obviously we can tell, we don't, with our sanctified imagination or no, that she, as Israel was, knew Messiah was going to come. Her remarks throughout her life is that he should ask me that I should be the mother of of my Lord. Maradona says, now Gabriel, listen, I just want to let you know that I, I can't bring everything to this party because I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know a man. As if God was 
unaware. <laughs> now, precious, don't you just love honest people? Honest people. Just honest. You know, what you see is what you hear. It's just, just Gabriel, you know, um, good point. But um, she hadn't even had junior high science yet. And if she'd have been like I was and went to Southern California science classes, she'd have still been confused. Oh, she said, Gabriel says, not to worry. We live and thrive in the favor lane. God doesn't expect us to do or have what he will provide for us. Just be available. If you can use anybody, Lord, you can use me. Even though it's humble, we used to sing, help my will to crumble. Though the cause be great, I'll follow you. Mary was available. Mary was honest with Gabriel. And listen, Mary was not surrender-phobic. I've used this word, surrender-phobic, over the years. Because I think a major component, a major key to favor, to thriving, to living in the favor lane, is not hesitate to surrender. In fact, that's how we are transplanted from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son, we, we get into the favor lane from dead end roads and cul-de-sacs when we say, forgive me of my sin, come into my heart and life. I want you to be my savior. I want you to be my Lord. Lead me each day. Teach me from your word and spirit the way that I should go. Surrender gets me in the HOV lane. Surrender. Was it Isaiah in 6? In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Who shall go for us? Isaiah heard. And he said, I got an idea. Send me. Use me. Surrender. Surrender. For that hour in secret place, that financial release that God is saying, sow this and watch me reward. Speak to that person over there. Surrender. Surrender is how I got in the favor lane to begin with and not being hesitant, not being fearful to surrender keeps me in the HOV favor lane. Mary replies in verse 38, I am the Lord's servant. Listen to this. Let it be to me according to your word. Can you believe that? I mean, this happened in this conversation with Gabriel. She didn't have a chance to go to Bible college for six years. There it was, face to face with this angel. Let it be to me. Verse 38 says, I am the Lord's servant. Say that with me. I am the Lord's servant. Let it be to me according to your word or your request. Or your desire. Let it be to me according to your request. Wow. The engine's revving up in that favor lane with Mary. When Mary received Gabriel's announcement, 
She hurried off to be with someone stronger in the Lord than she was. When Mary received Gabriel's announcement in just a couple of days, she hurried, the Bible says, hurried off to be with Elizabeth, who was wiser, stronger in the Lord, listen, had more years of equity and serving the Lord Jehovah than she did. Well, I, uh, uh, Gabriel, not an apprentice angel, but actually Gabriel came to my house and I'm going to begin a new ministry. I'm getting me a tent and I'm going to have a monthly magazine that says, Mary's Kitchen, where the angel Gabriel comes. Because there's not any ministers in the house that I'm poking at. I'm going to continue on. <laughs> Mary said, God doesn't have time for the proud, but he gives his favor and blessing to the humble. So she puts her actions where her praise was. She hurries off to someone stronger in the Lord than she is. And you know what? The fact that Mary, this humble girl, that which is conceived in you is of the Holy Spirit. She's carrying Christ. She'll be the mother of the Lord. All people from then on, ladies will call her blessed. She realizes that she's not the sole source of what she needs. She thrives in the favor lane by going to a woman who's been with the Lord a long, long time and just had a miracle of, a, of, of, of conceiving. And she spends time with Elizabeth. It doesn't take anything off your spiritual edge for you to listen to someone else who's stronger, who's wiser, or maybe not even stronger or wiser. Maybe they have a good scripture. Maybe they have a point to make. Collectively, over the last several years, I am so blessed to be part of Friday mornings, co-ed group. I sometimes, when it's over, think, wow, thank you, Lord. I never saw that before. Isn't it wonderful to live in the favor lane? Isn't it wonderful to know that no matter what happens, Lord, I'm thanking you, praying without ceasing, rejoicing evermore, believing you. For this situation, this healing, this need, God, you promised. Your promises, I can cash them in. I've witnessed your favor in my life. Elizabeth declares God's goodness. She's a humble cousin, aunt. Elizabeth declares God's goodness. And then Mary, what does she do? I read part of it. Mary magnifies the Lord for his dealings with mankind. All right, let's... Let's take a pivot here. Are you, are you glad to be in the house of God? Mary thriving <laughs> in the favor lane. Mary lived in the favor lane. Mary allowed Joseph to take the lead. Um, Joe? Joe? Uh, you just keep busy building those ships and projects. We're going to need some income. We don't know what's going to happen. 
as we raise the Son of God. Stand back, Google back and look at this young woman. The angel Gabriel comes, gives her this glorious announcement. God Almighty overshadowed her and the Holy Spirit impregnated her with the seed of Christ, the Son of God's Savior. And she allows Joseph to take the lead. Amazing. I reread this carefully, and it says, an angel of the Lord came to Joseph in the night and said, wake up, take the young child and his mother and go to Egypt. Uh, Joe, just a minute. You want to keep the Son of God near Jerusalem? Where the candles are and the book of prayers. Not a word like that. Joseph, a union carpenter. Who is the king of glory? The little boy from the carpenter's shop. Now listen. I don't know too many Holy Ghost-filled women, co-partners with their husbands, a husband to come wake up and say, God wants us to go to Florida today. Or Alaska. I know Florida got your weather vein going. God wants us to go to South Dakota or whatever it is. He does. Let me call you home. So when you comes, they're going to haul you away, right? Just saying. Mary lived in the favor lane, and Mary allowed Joseph to take the lead. So they go into Egypt. They had to write that gold that the Magi brought. It came in handy because he wasn't going to be building stuff down there that we know of. So, you know, they're in Egypt. God provided before they even knew they had to make a a favor lane that went from Judea to Egypt. But they did. Not a word from Mary. Then, after a short time, after a couple years, Joseph's sleeping, maybe out there on the Hilton veranda, because, you know, they got the gold, and that's not where their home is. And uh, the angel says, Joseph, yes. Joseph, yes. Mary, no. Joseph, yes. Take the young child and his mother back because those that wanted to seek his life, they're night-night. They're gone. They're dead. Okay. Packed up all the gear and moved to Beverly Hills, right? Packed up all the gear and went back. Are you kidding me? No. No. Okay. Mary lived in the favor lane. Mary allowed Joseph to take the lead. Wow. I hope that some of these bullet points, they may not be for you today, but they may be for someone in your life that you'll help counsel and and direct and and pray over. Mary was highly favored, obviously. Mary carried the Son of God, yet Mary seems pliable in unfavorable circumstances. Do you know a lot of Holy Ghost-filled Christian women that after a long donkey ride to Bethlehem, 
would ask Joseph why he didn't call the 800 number and get a room. My gracious, incredible father-in-law. One time we were away with a family with Laura and Brian, a batch of us, and with uh, uh, my father-in-law and mother-in-law. And he loved museums. We were at the Getty Museum in Santa Monica. An exquisite experience. And it was about 6 o'clock at night. And sweet Pastor Mall, uh, I don't think it happened before or since, he leaned over to me out of earshot from the other family. And, you know, I was, you know, you know, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the road and, you know, and so I'm, you know, like I have, I'm the sandwich generation. He's older and then Brian and Lori, they may have just newly been married and, and uh, Christina and Ray, so we're, you know, a gang of us. Pastor Mall leaned over in front of this Rembrandt and said, Larry, do you know where we're staying tonight? I'm 52 years old. I'm pastor of People's Church. And at that time, quite prominent. And, but you're prominent today. And, you know, he said, do you know where one minister, we had an RV that gave, you know, another thing, you know, entourage. And he leaned over. He didn't have Brian here. He didn't have his daughter here. He leaned over to me. You know how he folded him. Larry, yeah. Do you know where we are spending the night? We're in Santa Monica. Do you know where we're spending the night? And... Uh, said, no, we're in the city of the angels. It's six o'clock at night. We need a couple of rooms. I know, gee, I know, oh, I, I, I received that. And he said, do you know where we're going to be? I said, no. And he said, I'll never forget. So gracious. He said, you know, I said, Larry, he, he, now Papa speaking, Pastor Mall speaking, at my age, at his age, my age, when it's six o'clock at night, we like to know where we're going to be sleeping that night. <laughs> and he's 72, 73, and I thought, gosh, I'm 52, and I want to know where I'm spending the night. <laughs> if you've ever been on a road trip with Grace, and you say, oh, Super 8 or Motel 6, they'll have a room, and we pull off into Stockton, it's 1230 at night, and they have no room. You've got hell to pay. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Pastor Jim, you'll forgive me for my language. I said, you've got hell to pay. This sweet little grace that tells you she loves you 16 times on Sunday. If you don't have a room for her at midnight, when she said at four in the afternoon, why don't you call Socket? Because there's all kinds of rooms. Even now she's calling me a dingbat in retroactive. <laughs> yeah, memories. Yeah. Larry, yes. At my age, at six o'clock at night, we'd kind of like to know where we're going to be spending the night. I will tell you this. However God bailed me out that night, he didn't have to bail me out a second time. I saw my roll by 10.30 in the morning until we got home. This is where we're going to be staying. You know, it, 
it looked like one of those trips that you pay ahead and where you're going to stop and they'll tell you what. Yeah. Don't you love Mary? And I still think she'd been Holy Ghost filled, lots of favor. She'd have said, you know, Joseph, um, I'm expecting. You read that Christmas story? And if you were old enough to be in a church, this one, some of the church, that at Roseburg where they have a donkey walking down the aisle, not the first time a donkey, but they have a donkey with a heavy set woman with child, and lights were out, you know, you say, and that wasn't just from the back to the front. This was all the way to Bethlehem. I can only imagine what my youngest daughter, Christina Mulkey Gilbreth, would say if Ryan said, I'm going to saddle a jack, I'm going to saddle a donkey. I'm going to saddle this donkey and just take you into Oakland. You're laughing because you know that would be Ryan's last statement that he would ever make. <clears throat> Pliable. You know your in-laws, son-in-laws, your son-in-laws, your daughter-in-laws, your mother-in-law, your uncles. Give them the gift of you being pliable. Give them the gift of you being pliable. Our middle daughter is runs on a tight schedule. Love her. Love her. I love all three. Variety is the... It's something, but variety is out there. Daddy, Thursday night, 6 o'clock, I need you at the house. We're gone, and we know that probably my mother will be with the birth of these four days. I need you. And she... 60 days ago, she put it on my calendar. I had an update last night. Yeah. Well, 6 o'clock, you're okay till 6 o'clock Thursday. At 6.10, I'm not okay. But it's up to me as the father of adult daughters to be pliable. Not place them on my three daughters. I had my shot at life. And with Kathy Grace filling my life with grace, filling in my sins, mistakes, blunders, it probably helped me get a room that night at the Getty. I've had my crack at being 45, 35 with children, mortgage, pressure. So I should be able to step back. Are you writing this down, as Pastor Mike says? I should be able to take a step back Breathe, thank God for his goodness, and when their life or schedule changes, be pliable. Not proud, not cocky, not say, well, I'm the, I'm the patriarch here. Yeah. Whatever you are, you need to serve your adult daughters, serve your wife, serve the great, but serve the three daughters. Whatever I do for their husbands or their daughters, I'm doing it for them. Pliable. Make that a homework project. When, they, when you get a response back from a loved one, spouse, loved one, friend, that, that you get a response back that is kind of like, you know, their way, not your way. Say, okay, let's make this work. Let's wind this up. I think I have a couple of good points. I want to 
uh, be, uh, what's next? Mary with Joseph offered what the word required for dedication. We got that point, don't we? Right? Turtle doves. What's next? Mary took her son to church. It's ornery. That's a preacher's statement, right? But did she do it? Yeah. She took her son to church. My mother took her son to church and his younger brother. (laughs) What else? Mary raised our Christ in her home where he would grow in favor with God and man. The parental atmosphere, opposite of what Isaac and Rebekah provided. Jacob and Esau, they had to fend for themselves 20 years a wedge. Jacob had, he needed more than a Google map to find a favor lane. Christ grew in favor with God and man. Mary provided that atmosphere. No doubt Joseph provided the uh, provision. Mary celebrated the wedding of Cana. I want to say this. Happy is a component of living in a favor lane. On this Pentecost Sunday, our lives need to be filled with joy, not morbid, like as if I'm spiritual, if I'm, you know, pouting. Or, you know, uh, enough of that. I think expressing joy. In fact, she goes to Christ says, they've ran out of wine. I like that part of her because she was very pliable up till then. Joseph made the decisions. She must be manager, maybe the maitre d' or whatever of this wedding. And they ran out of wine. So she goes to Jesus. Why? Everybody has a sanctified imagination. Why did she think he could help? <laughs> you fill in the blank. They have no wine. My hour has not yet come. Well, you need to move the clock. I like that spunk because there's something normal in being happy when you thrive in the favor lane. Morbidity is not a magnet. Being being sad is not a magnet. Amen? Then she turned and said to the servants, whatever he tells you. She didn't have a clue. Mary says, so she's pushing 30, right? Christ is 30. She's 45. Let's say. Is that about right? Let's say mid-40. It's ah, Whatever he says to you. Not that she was at home and he washed the dishes and they floated in the midair back to where they would go. No. Whatever he says to you. So here's a key ingredient from a woman that lived in the favor lane. Whatever Christ Jesus says in his word or spirit, just do it. Wow, we're about to close this. Are you glad you came to church house today? Mary stood by her son's cross. God provided for Mary through John the Beloved, taking Mary into his own home. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? On the cross, Christ Jesus. Gosh, amazing. Honor your father and mother that your days may be long. Even if all you can do right now is pray for them, you honor them through your prayers. Doesn't mean to kowtow, it means to pray. Pray. A lot of times, God, yeah, you know how many mistakes? What if you said, you can number my transgressions? Yes, Larry, it's a long list. 
But Lord, here's what's in ink. I honored my father and my mother. And you put that in there as the one commandment with a promise. And I am writing that promise today like you cannot believe. Officiate in a few weeks of a citizen in town that was 100 years of age. And they have a big shindig and armory and big shindig, all kinds of trumpets and military, 100 years of age. But I'm saying, God honored, Christ Jesus honored his mother when he gave, put her into the care of the one that was the beloved. John, the beloved. Behold your mother, behold your son. Isn't that precious? Isn't that precious? Listen, you can unabashedly thrive and surrender in the, and, and, and have life in a favor lane. Absolutely, absolutely thrive in the favor lane. Even if that means today, as Ruth and Naomi, they took the road that led back to Jesus. Whatever that means, and thrive in the favor lane. Favor, God's blessing, God's grace, God bestowing his goodness, his healing, his provision, his favor. Let's stand. Pastor Jim, come and conclude us in prayer, please, uh, today. Father, it is a privilege to ponder the favor lane today, to examine and to be stirred to really take to heart how important it is to walk in the Spirit and enjoy the favor. As Pastor shared the HOV lane, I thought, you can't drive in that without two people in the car. There you go. (laughs) And that's you and the Holy Spirit in the favor lane. And today, Lord, we want to thank you that you knew we needed the comforter. You knew that this wasn't some kind of a far-off option, some add-on. My, my, my. You said it must needs be that I go. For if I do not go, the Comforter will not come. But if I go, I will send him to you. And I thank you today, Lord, that we have the Holy Spirit moving in, around, through It's a privilege, oh God, and I just pray that we too would learn from Mary's examples. I thank you for my brother and friend stirring our hearts with some great insights today. We want to carry them with us. I want to pray a blessing on my brother and sister on my left and on my right. And as together we do that, the whole house is going to be blessed. And we pray, Lord, you go with us in the joy of the Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.